0: Fully missed the big crunch. Oh. Billy Strings is going to be our next Patreon episode. What about Billy Strings? Well, how the hell he made it to fucking where he is today. He's a bluegrass musician. And he's from the backwoods, I'm assuming, of Michigan.
1: Yeah, he's got a... He's
0: definitely a hillbilly.
1: Odd twang to his voice. That's That doesn't sound like Michigan at all. <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, very interesting... Yeah, I,
1: I could have swore he's from somewhere in the south, but oh, no, he's from... I would have said West Virginia. Yeah, he's... Uh, well, that's not south, but it's I wouldn't it's say he's from the south. Enough. I would
0: say he's from Appalachia. Like a lot of bluegrass musicians, right. I think that's kind of where it originates. Yeah,
1: you wouldn't pick him out of Michigan. That's, that's just kind of weird.
0: No, I would not. Um, but yeah, well, that's going to be our pa- first Patreon episode of October if you guys want to subscribe, which, by the way, thanks to our new subscriber, James Harrington, for joining us over on Patreon. Um, it's only $5 a month, patreon.com slash death by podcast team. So we've got like over 50 episodes up there right now. Uh, we also got an email from somebody who said, not a prostitute, I promise, which thanks Damn. for letting well, us, <laughs> Oh, Jake's upset, but I'm, I'm glad <laughs> because real woman, real woman, <laughs> I'm assuming. Um, yeah. Cause we get all those weird spam emails from fake Internet prostitutes. I don't know. I mean,
1: we haven't proven that they're fake yet, so...
0: That's true. Uh, I have not reached out to any of them. Jake, (laughs) I'm going to put that ball in your court. Okay. But yeah, this message is from Sarah, who said, Hey guys, my name is Sarah, and I started listening recently after my friend suggested your podcast. I told her I hate podcasts, and have listened to almost <laughs> don't all, don't we all <laughs> right? Listen to almost all of the episodes that you have on Spotify. Oh, good grief! Yeah, I'll have to follow your Patreon soon. Yes, you need to follow James Harrington and <laughs> subscribe. I absolutely love music, and I'm having fun listening to y'all and learning new things. I'm currently listening and writing this email at the crematory that I work at. That's creepy. Apparently, I love death too. But the podcast is is the...
1: that like an ice cream store uh, or? A morgue.
0: I think a, a morgue. I thought they were called crematoriums. <laughs> crematoriums, right? Cre- well, she well, called she it a crematory. Cre- crematory. Crematory. That's
1: crematory. That's probably where they 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 burn things to to nothingness.
0: Oh no, the words interchangeable apparently.
1: Oh, all a right. Venue so for
0: the cremation of the dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, interchangeable with crematorium. Yes. Okay, I thought you were th- saying interchangeable with a uh, cremery.
0: No, Coldstone <laughs> Crematorium. Uh, the plural of it is crematoria. Huh interesting um that's a
1: that's a fun place to write an email
0: that's a creepy ass job
1: yeah uh so yeah where the email but, uh, yeah okay. continue
0: uh <laughs> apparently i love death too but the podcast is the perfect distraction from my idiot coworkers. yeah fuck those guys i have a co- <laughs> put this on at work sarah fuck your coworkers. wait
1: full blast how, how many? well don't do that but <laughs> how,
0: many, how many are there or is she I referring imagine. to the dead bodies as her coworkers in jest.
1: I don't know. Dead people get kind of annoying sometimes, but
0: yeah, because they fucking stink. Yeah, um, and they're attracting bugs. <laughs> I have a couple suggestions. Also, she says I would love to. Oh shit! I actually just looked this up today. I would love to hear about Chelino Sanchez who is a Mexican corridos artist, found dead after being handed a letter from the cartel on stage. I just fucking looked this article up today. I've seen,
1: there's footage of that too, I believe.
0: Uh, He's like sweating
1: bullets. He's on stage, he's sweating bullets, he's got his cowboy hat on and everything. Yeah, I know about that story.
0: What the hell? That is weird, because I saw this email, but I didn't read the whole thing, and then um, today I was looking for little stories we could cover. I saw that pop up, and I was like, shit, we need to do a full episode on this guy well okay well we're gonna we're gonna fucking do it um all of the hate songs written about courtney love would also be a fun mini episode damn i should have read this before i pulled all the mini episode content today that shit is banana she says thanks for doing what you guys do here's a picture of my dog goblin are you is the dog's name goblin or are you calling the dog also a goblin? I'm not sure. But it looks like it has cleft palate. Oh. Um anyways, cute dog. Thanks for sending photos.
1: B A N A N A S.
0: Yes. Please tell the podcats I say hi. Sorry to hear about the loss of two of them. Hey, cats. Oh, there's one. Which one is it? Gray cat? Mm-hmm. Gray cat. Sarah says hi. Oh. <laughs> What did he say?
1: He seemed indifferent.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> fuck you, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, today we are. Where the fuck did it go? Yeah, we're going to talk about Blondie. Yeah. Well,
1: and Demi uh, Harry. Yeah. Today we are also Death by Music Podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am Jake. I right. am. Here with Alex. Oh. And uh, that's all for today. Bye. No. Oh, yeah. We still got to read the story.
0: Yeah. Um, do you want to read this? I don't really know. I think I I don't fucking remember, it doesn't matter. You should read it. Okay. You know Debbie Harry, right? You know Blondie. Call me I know
1: Blondie, I don't know. Uh, I, well now I know her name.
0: One way or the other. Yeah,
1: I know the songs.
0: 80s, 70s, 80s group. You talked about them recently because mm-hmm. you said you didn't know they started out as punk and they I sure didn't think they were. Did.
1: Yeah, they didn't didn't they don't strike me as punk, but I guess uh,
0: That's how I they guess they can. Yeah, that's how they started um coming up around punk and new wave playing at CBGB's and then they had a hit I think their first one was uh it was like heart of glass or one way or another or something I mentioned rapture which is a blondie song which was the first rap or song with a rap to hit number one on the billboard charts and it was by some white girl Hmm. (laughs) but yeah so uh blondie they're pretty good look them up This story has been disputed a lot, but I guess the gist of it, it it, it has to do with Ted Bundy, who is a serial killer. I'm Uh sure everybody knows who Ted Bundy is, but if not, let me just give you a refresher. American serial killer who kidnapped, raped, and murdered dozens of young women and girls during the 1970s and possibly earlier. He confessed to 30 murders committed in several states between 1974 and 1978, his true victim total is unknown. So there have been a couple of series in the last few years on Netflix and Yeah, whatever. all that stuff's
1: kind of blown up the last decade or so.
0: Yes. Come back
1: into popularity, I suppose.
0: Yeah, so Debbie Harriet Blondie claims that she had a run-in with him, but not sure exactly if that is true or not. So we'll get into this article from Far Out Magazine uh, by Thomas Leitham. Jake, take it away.
1: All right. Was Blondie's Debbie Harry really abducted by Ted Bundy? We'll find out. There are several urban myths... It's going to be a good night. (laughs) There are several urban myths surrounding the lives of famous musicians. Take, for instance, the claims of Keith Richards snorting his father's remains or that the uh, First Kiss comic book is infused with band members' blood. Uh, I've actually heard that before, and I think they've done it since.
0: Speaking of snorting remains... Something
1: you've done recently. Uh, no. Oh.
0: No. I read I read a thing today about how after Tupac died, his friends smoked his ashes. Like, they rolled it up in, in like, blunts or whatever and smoked it, which seems to me like not, it's not going to do anything, but also probably not a great idea because Isn't that Just inhaling ash?
1: Some form of cannibalism.
0: You know, uh, I have not, I hadn't considered that.
1: I mean it's not like, like flesh in the sense of you're cooking a steak you're on not, the grill but you're
0: eating it. You're just breathing you're it.
1: You're still that's still no consumption of no, some sort. Then if
0: you have like a really stinky friend and you like smell their B.O. that's not consumption.
1: Well, if you get real close to them and snort some of their skin flakes.
0: Or like drink their sweat.
1: That's, yes.
0: What do you guys think? Let y- us know.
1: You know what? You can actually do that in a pit. Get a really yeah. good pit going and oh, a bunch a of old, bunch of sweaty dudes down there. Yeah. Ugh.
0: It's fun yeah. times. No, not fun.
1: Uh, Anyways. Anyhow, yeah. There is also the claim that Debbie Harry of Blondie was once abducted by the not- no- notorious serial killer Ted Bundy. Of the subject, Harry once explained, I was trying to get a harry oh that's her debbie I, harry,
0: you just said it Debbie <laughs> I did, harry, uh, a i'm blonde. like who the
1: fuck's harry all right that's her last name folks trying I, to follow they along knew. I, yeah, like that you're clarifying I, I bet you for they that. did i'm 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 just a little stupid today uh yeah she explains i was trying to get a cab on the lower east side of the village in new york and it was kind of late this was back in the early 70s uh i wasn't even in a band uh, then I was trying to get across town uh, to an after hours club. A little white car pulls up and a guy offers me a ride. So I just continued to try and flag down a cab. Good deal. Uh but he wasn't he was very persistent and he asked where I was going. It was only a couple blocks away, he said. Well, I'll give you a ride. I got in the car and it was summertime and the windows were all rolled up except about an inch and a half at the top. So I was sitting there and he and he wasn't really talking to me. That's Auto- nice. Yeah. <laughs> Automatically, I sort of reached to roll down the window and realized there was no door handle, no window crank, no nothing. The inside of the car was totally stripped out.
0: What? What? How do you take the handle off? You're a mechanic.
1: The inside door handles?
0: Yeah. What the fuck? They're- you
1: just unscrew them and detach whatever mechanisms there.
0: Hmm. I don't like that.
1: It's possible. You'd, you'd take the whole thing out, and all you got is a door latch that works from the outside. Damn. Yeah. And uh, assuming it was... Probably manual windows. Yeah, of You just course. pop the clip off and the thing comes off and there's all you got is a little nub there to grab onto and you can't really do that with just your fingers. You need a lever on that thing to, to crank it. Regardless of the mysterious person, it must have been a frightening experience for a young Harry. Getting into a car with a stranger who had no escape route immediately spells out trouble. Upon reflection in later years, Harry felt adamant that the man was Bundy. She continued, I got very nervous. I reached my arm out through the little crack and stretched down to open the car from the outside. What? As soon as he saw that, he tried to turn the corner really fast, and I spun out of the car and landed in the middle of the street.
0: Wait, she said it was rolled. She said she an it was an, like an in- hash. inch and a half. She's I'm got gonna-
1: some skinny ass arms to do that shit. Uh,
0: that seems very difficult to do. Right. Okay.
1: Uh, detailing the incident further, Harry added. It was right after his execution that I read about him. I hadn't thought about that incident in years. The whole description of how he operated and what he looked like and the kind of car he drove and the time frame he was doing that in the area of the uh, country fit exactly. I said, my God, it was him.
0: Or it was any number of other serial killers from the 1970s. Right,
1: because they're all uh, fucked up from uh, the... What the hell am I thinking of?
0: The lead poisoning in the water. Lead poisoning
1: from the yeah from all the cars and shit.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like definitively that it's him though. I think that it's very possible multiple people are doing that, and especially in New York City, and especially at a time when people were just fucking with hitchhikers, like yeah,
1: right. And he's I mean he's kind of a generic white guy looking type person, so he could have been anybody. Yeah. (laughs) However, many people have argued that Harry's account does not match up with other reports of Bundy's whereabouts. Bundy was not known to have been in New York City in the early 1970s, nor was he said to have started abducting women until 1974.
0: Well, but it did say that they don't really know how many and when he started. Mm
1: -hmm. The fact that Harry says she wasn't in a band at the time suggests that her story took place no later than 1973, a time in which she joined the stilettos. Bundy was also not known to have driven a stripped-out vehicle without door handles and window levers. Uh, During the killing sprees in Salt Lake City and Seattle, Bundy Bundy was said to have Bundy was said to drive a normal-seeming Volkswagen Beetle. However, Harry still believes that the man who gave her the lift was Bundy. She said, "I've been debunked, actually, by those people that debunk you, or whatever." (laughs) Okay. They say he wasn't in New York at the time, but I think they're really wrong because he had escaped and was traveling down the East Coast. I think that nobody has ever really investigated that. I didn't know until later who it was. It was pretty scary.
0: Eh. I don't know. Who's driving in New York anyways? Obviously, freaking crazy people. If you're in New York City driving a car, you're either a cab driver or you're psychotic. So... I you you hate yourself and no wonder you want to abduct people and kill them. Yeah. But if he's used to driving on the West Coast, I don't think he was driving in New York City. That just seems like a bad idea. And Dude, a lot would of people the shit out of me. Yeah, and if this was after he escaped prison, this was also after he was on TV everywhere and New York City seems like not a great place to go because it seems like a place you would be very easily recognized. It'd
1: be a hot spot, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I would go to some small town type of places down the east coast where they're not used to seeing uh I guess notable people. Well you, you know, know you what? can blend in a little bit easier I think.
1: I don't know. The other side of that is you got less population out, out in the sticks in smaller towns. Those people are also watching TV. It's gonna be easier for a community to spot somebody that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Depending on where you're at. So maybe hiding but in a... he's so
0: generic. Right. I was just listening to something today about uh, Ted Bundy and how every like police sketch that was supposed to be of him, they all looked wildly different because he was so generic looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, people just wouldn't recognize him. I think he would blend in. You know, and he's got... If he was driving down the East Coast, like I've been to some of these small ass towns on the East Coast going camping and shit. Mm-hmm. And... I feel uncomfortable because I have fucking blue hair, and I feel like they're looking at me like I'm the Antichrist. But he is a blonde-haired, like blue-eyed, regular-looking. Is he? I thought dude. he was brunette. Okay, it is brownish. If he stayed in the sun a lot, his it hair would,
1: yeah, it would, would turn a little blonde, highlight
0: blonde. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's kind of yeah brown um but yeah he just looks like a generic white guy so i think he would blend in really well and he was an expert fucking liar um and oh
1: yeah i've heard that he's he's very manipulative
0: yeah the, he's very charismatic yeah. i think he would be able to talk his way out of any sort of situation and mm-hmm. just, you know whatever if he was de- driving down the east coast but new york city not a great place to be um let me get some details on his escape oh escapes plural okay
1: i didn't realize he had escape the police or prison or whatever you said. I don't know his whole story. I know of him in little bits and pieces of the goings on.
0: Okay. So she's saying that this would have, okay, well we can just go ahead and fucking debunk it right now because she said that he was coming down the East coast when he was doing all this shit That wasn't until after 1976, and she wasn't in a band, which was before 1973. Mm -hmm. So it had to be a a different person, because it's here. On June 7, 1977, Bundy was transported 40 miles to this fucking courthouse in Aspen, and that's when that's the time when he jumped out of the window from the second story and injured his right ankle as he landed. Now, that was 1977, and her shit happened before 1973. So right there, it's not the same fucking guy. Shocker, there are multiple guys that are creepy that would be willing to abduct you in their car. So I mean I'm glad nothing happened to her. Yeah. She's fucking lucky. She's lucky the windows were cracked as much as they were and she was able to get her skinny ass arm through there. Um don't take rides from strangers. Or candy. Uh, unless I did, it's Halloween. <laughs> I did accept a gummy worm from a random stranger at a bar once.
1: An open gummy worm. An
0: open just to do just they wrap
1: those in? They don't wrap those individually. A pocket they worm.
0: It was a pocket worm. That's what it felt like. Oh, those are the good ones. Yeah. So he went, the um, there was no space to sit up at the bar and I was there, I think with my boyfriend at the time, I believe. No, no, no. I was with my friend Lindsay. So we go up to the bar and uh, we were just trying to order a drink and there weren't any seats. We were just going to stand somewhere. And these two dudes were sitting at the end of the bar, these old guys. Mm. And they were like, oh, no, no, you can have our seats. We'll stand. It's totally fine. And we were like, OK, thanks. And then um, as they were standing on the edge of the bar, they were like, here, do you want a gummy worm? And we were like, um, not really. No. <laughs> he was like, it's it's weed. It's I promise. And we were like, OK, but that doesn't. Make it better, because normally you say like. So,
1: so he had to clarify. It's like no, it's not. It's not candy. It's, it's not
0: it's, just a regular gummy worm. Like that would be weird. I'm giving you drugs, is, and we were like, that's, that's kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> it was like a THC gummy. So yeah, yeah. But we were like, we still don't know anything about this worm, because gummies can be reasonably dosed or ridiculously dosed like you've probably heard the stories of people who get like a bag of edibles and then they eat the whole fucking bag and then they die well they don't die but you know they live on another planet for a little while (laughs) because it's like 500 milligrams per bag i would
1: i I would say don't use your baggie of of drug laced uh candies as a snack
0: yeah don't do that
1: (laughs) Bring, bring other snacks
0: Don't ever eat a whole one, you know? Just take it slow. Nibble. Right. Uh, So, yes, we did accept the worm.
1: Uh, I'll bet you did. Uh, It just sounds like they were trying to be nice.
0: It was very nice of them. Yeah. But strange when a stranger (laughs) offers you a lone gummy worm from their pocket. I did take it. The,
1: The packaging that some of them are making, they're getting in trouble for it because they're making it look like... Like a rice like a fucking rice, rice crispy, crispy treats. <laughs> treats, yeah and yeah. the packaging is like the same color same font so I, i've I've seen recalled a couple manufacturers getting in trouble for that
0: uh yeah I mean I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised but they need to get the dosage like right. very clearly labeled because I don't yeah, think yeah. regular people know what a regular dose should be and when you ask people I mean everyone's tolerance is different I remember uh, a while back me and one of my festival friends, uh, he was from a state where uh, it got like legalized pretty mm-hmm. early on and, and had brought a Rice Krispie treat for a music festival that we went to, and on the first night, we got there the day before the festival started, and they had a pre-party with Stone Sour. I asked the guy at the store, how much should I take as somebody who doesn't know shit about Dick? And the guy at the store said probably start with a quarter of this rice crispy and so we each had a quarter and we almost fucking died it was <laughs> like by the end of the show we were leaned up against this railing and we were like just at a 45 degree angle like over the railing <laughs> and then the show ended and we were like oh fuck uh quarter don't listen to the man at the store he's obviously a fucking pothead uh edibles All right. Um, Anyways, that's enough for now. Thank you guys for listening. If you have suggestions, let us know. Send us emails. That was a great suggestion from Sarah for the. I think we're gonna probably be able to do a full episode on that guy, um, that she mentioned for the next season, which I've already started writing. I don't know if you saw that. No. But uh, well, since I've enjoyed
1: (laughs) the uh, time not writing very very much, but I have been thinking about it so.
0: Well, that's good. That's progress. I yeah. started writing, uh, I think episode one's going to be Randy Rhodes, since we got criticized recently for not knowing uh, enough yeah, about the him. <laughs> yeah, the wrestler. Yeah, the wrestler. So I've been learning a lot about him, and he sounds pretty fucking interesting, and um, it's actually really, really sad what happened because he had mm. so much skill and, and potential to just, I mean, he already was one of the greats, I would say. But now that I know, like uh, all this shit about him, it's super interesting. So, yeah, thanks to everyone who suggested him, and and that one person who left a mean comment and said that we were stupid because we didn't know who he was. <laughs> I mean, Still I did. not I know. Uh, there are so uh, many skillful guitarists in rock. Like, God, well, it's hard I to think he was uh, uh,
1: talking about just. Oh, he he played with Ozzy. Right. I thought that was his thing. So, but I mean, it was a. Uh,
0: he T- started Tony
1: Iommi. Am I saying that right? That was he Black played, Sabbath. Yeah, he yeah. played with. I know. I know they played with Ozzy at some point in time. Him. Uh, who else am I thinking of? Rob Trujillo. I think he played with Ozzy before he joined Metallica. I believe. I,
0: no, he was in Suicidal Tendencies. Was I don't he? know. There's just so many fucking bands to keep track of, and also, uh, sorry, I'm not an expert on literally everything. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Dio Black played Sabbath. With Ozzy dio played with black sabbath black right. sabbath is my blind spot because i've never really like that's just stuff i didn't ever really listen to so i'm still fucking learning um, Oh, i wonder if dio what
1: was he in the same era dio did, was he played in rainbow
0: with... and then dio did vocals for black sabbath when ozzy quit
1: right okay that's so he didn't technically play with ozzy but he, he was in the.
0: he replaced him
1: right okay yeah i knew that part
0: yeah because dio had <laughs> rainbow dio had his own thing and then he was with black sabbath
1: gotcha that's what i was thinking i was, it, it ozzy and black sabbath for me are like kind of one of the same thing so it all kind I know, of it blends yeah. together and I, it's hard I to said, keep track of names because when
0: i was like randy rhodes yeah i think he was in black sabbath yeah. and then obviously for people who like grew up on black sabbath they're like you dumb bitch yeah but god like i said can't fucking know everything we put out five (laughs) seasons worth of shit and we know so much but god forbid we don't know one thing now we do and it's gonna be episode one of season six so fuck you nerds uh put out your own goddamn podcast then if you love randy Rhodes so fucking much we'll listen to it and learn something um yeah all right thanks for listening to this and as we mentioned patreon Dot com slash death by podcast team it's five bucks a month two extra episodes next one's on Billy Strings rest in peace later. Death by Music podcast is written and produced by Victoria Motler, Alex Motler, Cassie Gardner, and Jake.